you're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. On this episode, what I did was I extracted an audio from a Google Hangout, a live Google Hangout that I did on my YouTube channel, and I put it here on the podcast so you can hear it. Because I know there's a lot of people who listen to the How to Talk to Girls podcast that don't necessarily watch the TripAdvice YouTube channel. And so I did a live hangout last night with one of my favorite sex experts ever. Her name is Caitlin V. I've had her on the podcast. I've had her on the YouTube channel multiple times. And she gives her three best bedroom moves, stuff that we have not talked about on any other episodes on any of my platforms at all. So it's new material and it's really cool stuff, stuff that I learned for the first time. So if I'm learning it for the first time and I've been studying all this stuff for so long, then you better believe you've probably not heard of it. So I really want you to to listen up and take some notes. And if you want, you can go ahead and watch the video over at the YouTube channel. It's the same title, Three Bedroom Moves She Craves. There are a few parts where she does some just light demonstrations in terms of anatomy. She shows a part of a book where there's anatomy of a vagina and parts where she's referencing, but it's not necessary that you have to go over there. I think she explains it so well that you can just listen to the podcast and get some great information from it. So this is that interview which is coming up in just a second. Like I said, take notes because there's some really good stuff in here. And if you are having trouble with even getting to the point where you're getting a woman in the bedroom, don't be afraid to go to coachedbytrip.com where you can apply for one-on-one coaching. And I'm going to be repeating that multiple times throughout the episode. It's one of the things that I'm doing now, and I'm just trying to get this out there because not a lot of guys know or are aware of the fact that they can get coaching by me. And I've already worked with a bunch of you. If you're listening right now and you've signed up, can't wait to talk to you this week or maybe in a few weeks from now because I am, I'm booked a, a few weeks ahead, usually most of the time because all my slots are filled up. But there are still slots available to you that you can sign up today and we'll get you started in a few weeks from now. So I want you to go to coachbytrip.com if you're interested in receiving coaching and getting you on the customized plan for you to be able to attract more women. So apply today and I'd be happy to work with you. All right, so here is my interview with Caitlin V. You're going to get some good information here. All right, what's up? Trip Kramer here from tripadvice.com coming to you live or maybe not live and you're watching this an hour later or the next day or a year from now. I don't know. So I got a special guest here. You might have seen her if you've been following TripAdvice. Her name is Caitlin V. And I'm happy to have her here as my resident sex expert, where she's going to be. Yeah, there she is doing a little dance. Say hello. Hello. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Trip, so much for having me back. It's such an honor to be your resident sex expert. I really just don't know anyone else. Here's the thing. Lots of people are sex experts. She's not the only one. But I have not been able to meet anyone else who can explain things and teach things the way you do. You have just a way of simplifying things and just talking to people like you actually care and you're not a know-it-all. Like Some people, the way they coach and teach, 
it's like they're talking down at you. And I feel like when you're teaching, especially because this is the area of sex, it just it's you make it comfortable. And I think people like that about you. Thank you very much. It's my it's my goal. Good. Well, goal accomplished. <laughs> Fantastic. So we're talking about three bedroom moves that she craves, and we're going to be going into that in just a second. She's got some really great tips that you can use when you have a woman in the bedroom. And by the way, if you have a question for either of us, especially our guest, you can write it in the chat. So if you're here live, we want to hear from you. So write hello in the chat and answer, ask any questions. We'll get them answered. And I'll be manning the chat a little bit because I know that Caitlin will have a lot of great things to say. So yeah, and if you want to check her out, she has a YouTube channel as well that gives a lot of great information on sex and everything related. You can check her out at youtube.com slash Caitlin V. That's C-A-I-T-L-I-N and then the letter V. So check her out, subscribe to her, or just start watching videos and you'll be wanting to subscribe because you're going to see how good this stuff is. And you put out videos every week now or how often you yeah, put out content? Week. Yeah, every Thursday. In fact, tomorrow we're bringing out a video about anal sex and specifically how to get your girlfriend or wife or partner to have anal sex with you. Even if they've said, no, I really don't want to do this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because there's enough videos out there on how to have anal sex. Like, I don't need to put out a how to guide, right? But what people are really struggling with is like, okay, how do I convince, for lack of a better word, convince my partner to agree to have anal sex or to even agree to try anal anything uh, with me. So that's the, that's the theme of Charles' video. Cool. Well, I'll be excited to watch it as well. Always learning over here. <laughs> so yeah, check her out, youtube.com slash V. And also, if you don't know already, the coaching floodgates are open. If you're interested in doing one-on-one coaching with me, then that's available to you. And you can apply at coachedbytrip.com, coachedbytrip.com. Usually, the past few weeks I've been doing these lives, there's a big bar that has the URL. But today, I decided to sacrifice that for the good of the information because I can't do that when I have a guest. Uh, So Caitlin, that's right. I'm making it harder for people to do coaching with me so I can have you on. Thank you. This is the the Jewish guilt I'm putting on you. (laughs) (laughs) No, but if you guys are interested in in getting coaching with me and you want to learn, well, how do you even get to the point where you have a girl in the bedroom so then you can use Caitlin's expertise in terms of turning her on? If you want to learn how to do that, I will help you. One-on-one, we do phone calls every single week where I guide you along the whole process of getting over social anxiety learning how to approach a girl and what to say to her, getting her attracted to you and getting to the point where she is attracted to you and you're not just a friend or landing in the friend zone. So in order to apply, go to coachedbytrip.com. I do not accept everybody. You at the very least have to be 18 years or older. And please fill out the application as full as possible because if you don't, then I'm not going to be able to get to know you and won't have a chance to get on the phone with you to further see if coaching is a good fit. So coachbytrip.com, check it out. All right, let's get into it. Three bedroom moves she craves. Caitlin, what's number one? All right, well, number one is dominance. Now, I want to get specifically into the move that I'm going to share with you all, but I wanted to talk about and make sure that one of these three moves was in the category of being dominant in the bedroom. Because I find that a lot of men, in fact, I would wager that most men want to be dominant. They want their partner has said that she wants them to be dominant, but it's really confusing, right? It's like really, it's it's the kind of thing that you don't want to just take a stab at and then blunder 
It might be embarrassing. Some men might not have the confidence to to take it to be dominant in the bedroom. And dominance, being dominant is something that requires confidence. It's sort of like a, a loop there, right? Like it's a cycle. You have to be confident to be dominant. But until you're dominant, it might be really hard for you to be confident. Does that all make sense? I'm okay. following so far. Okay. So I want to actually, I guess this is two moves. I'm already over delivering on what you asked. I'm not sorry. I, I wanted to think of two different ways for you to be dominant in the bedroom because there's psychological dominance and then there's physical dominance, right? So a lot of the time we think of dominance, maybe you're thinking of like spanking, hair pulling, choking, and those are all really excellent moves. And a lot of people really enjoy those. But there's a whole other side of dominance that we do not talk about. And that's being psychologically dominant, right? Because it's not like I could spank and pull hair and all that all day. But unless I am carrying it out with the like psychological, more like the mind dominance, then those those moves can fall flat. So anybody knows how to do those. But here's what I specifically want to get into is giving commands, giving an order to your woman. And the way that you do this is you be incredibly direct, smooth, and deep with your voice. And you give her a order, like flip over for me, look me in my eyes, quit smiling. These are simple, straightforward. They're going to get you what you want because you're essentially, you know, this is a great opportunity for you to tell her what you want. Get on top of me. You deliver something like that with, it's got to be spoken confidently. It's got to be said with love and desire and compassion for this person. You know, you're getting a little bossy, but you're not like bossing her around just to be a jerk. You're bossing her around for her pleasure. If you can communicate that and if she knows that, then she's going to be all like the same expression of giddiness and like subby delight as if you had just reached over and like spanked her or, you know, given her a light little choking or put your hand over her throat. Okay. So I'm going to chime in because I feel that some guys might hear this advice and say, well, you know, isn't it, isn't it like rude if I'm saying that to her? I'm not used to to talking like this to someone. Mm-hmm. Usually you ask questions and there's stuff about, you know, Me Too movement. Like, where can I go? Yeah. Because I understand how this works because we've talked about this a lot. You taught me a bunch of stuff. But intuitively, it's like, that's rude. That's You can't say that yeah. to a girl. But as you're saying, counterintuitively, no, it actually works. So maybe you can speak to that a little bit. Yeah, that's a really great point that you've brought up. So it is rude and this is why it works because it's sort of taboo to tell a partner what to do, especially in bed, right? And it's taboo, especially to tell them directly, no, please, no, hey, it would feel good if you, right? But just say, hey, get on your back, right? That feels rude, but it's in the rudeness that that is sexy. It's like, oh my gosh, this is not the same guy who was just like being so polite to me and opened the door for me at dinner and like helped me to, you know, got me a glass of water, you know, you're, you are a nice guy. I think it works better also. And I didn't say this to begin with, if you are not a jerk, like to her at any other point during the day, right. For lack of a better word, if you were kind of mean at dinner and you told her that her idea was stupid and that you hate her pillows or whatever, and then you start to do this in bed, it's not going to carry that well. Right. But I know your audience trip. I know that the people, the men who are watching this right now, for the most part are really awesome guys. Like they're great guys. 
And so they're probably wavering a little bit on the nice side already. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? I think women, for the most part, are not playing hard to get. They don't want people to just be rude to them or be, you know, arbitrarily rude because that's what you were taught women liked. If you're a nice guy, if you're like a good dude and you treat this woman well when she's on the date with you and you're like, you know, genuinely want to please her and satisfy her in bed, then giving her a command and it can be gentle. It can be, you know, hey, take your hair out of that ponytail. Listen to how I delivered that, right? There's, there's something like very sexual, very mysterious. Like it's like, I'm telling you, instead of asking you, I'm telling you what I want, what would turn me on. And listen, women want to please, like we want to please you as much as you want to please us. Trust me, women want to please you. We want you to have a great time during sex. And so when you're that direct, it's one way of letting us know what you like, what would work for you. And you're also giving us permission, right? Like a lot of the time women have barriers that are because we're afraid of being seen as a slut. We're afraid that you're going to think that we're a slut. And so even though we might want to do something a little kinkier, we can't. We don't allow ourselves to. We don't want to, you know, you to think that it was our idea. So maybe there's something that you want to experiment with. You know she wants to experiment with. Maybe you've talked to her about it before. That's really helpful. And this can be a way of introducing that into sex. Now, this is a little bit of an advanced move. This can work if you introduce it early on in a sexual relationship. Like say it's the first time that you're having sex with this woman. It can work. But you've got to be sort of, you can't be super brash in your command. It's got to be a, like the, the example of take your hair out of that ponytail. Or, you know. Um, take your hair out of that ponytail, you fucking bitch. Right. Yeah, that's the, that's the advanced level. That's the advanced <laughs> No, After, okay. I was thinking that, yeah, that is the advanced level. You know, you know she's into it and she right. likes psychological kink as well. But instead you get her home and you're like, lay down in the bed for me. Or... Take your socks off. I want to massage your feet. Like that's direct. That's dominant because you're not. You're not asking permission. You're not waiting until she gives you the okay to do it. And she's still, you know, say this is the first time you're having sex, and she doesn't like having her feet touched. You got to use it judiciously. You got to use it sparingly, and like use your use your judgment, but don't be afraid to give her a command. You think most guys don't do this? You think most guys have trouble with this? I do. I think a lot of guys have trouble with this because for all the reasons you said, the me too, and we don't want to be seen as rude. A lot of guys, by the time they get a woman in bed, are like so grateful that they're having this sexual experience that they're almost like afraid of maybe putting her off or offending her. And because they do that, they end up being too gentle and not forceful enough. And when you come at us dominant, and this I'm speaking very widely, this doesn't exist, you know, all women are not exactly the same. Some women are going to want a different level of dominance. But when you, you get in that masculine, like, take your panties off. It's like, oh my God, the, the, like, gr- the person in me that wants to like, please you, the, the girl in me that doesn't want to be seen as a slut, so, but does want to have sex with you. I'm like, okay, they're coming up. <laughs> I love it. Okay, cool. All right, let's get to number two. Okay, sex tip number two. This is also, I hope you don't mind if I throw a little bit of advanced stuff at you guys tonight because this is the stuff that I'm really working on and I'm like obsessed with recently. But this is this is advanced work, but it, I think it's going to play well. And I don't think, it, it doesn't take anything to get into. It just takes some practice to get good at, okay? Okay, so one thing that women are sensitive to that men are not as sensitive to is intention. Now, let me explain. When you touch someone, you have an intention for touching them, right? It could be to pleasure them. It could be to receive pleasure yourself. 
the way that I maybe like lay my hand on a friend who I know is grieving a loss is going to be a lot different than the way I lay my hand on my husband when I'm trying to get freaky in the morning, right? They're two big intentions, same move, same, same touch, same reach out and touch someone, right? And you, when you give a hug to a friend versus when you give a hug to your lover, like there's different intention there. Like maybe the way that you hold them, grab them, touch them is different. And so I want to introduce two different things that you can be doing when you're touching your woman during foreplay that are going to drive her wild. And she's not even going to be able to say why it's driving her wild. Okay. But in order to understand why this works, you have to understand that women can feel that in your touch. I know when my husband reaches over and touches me and he's wants to have sex versus when he's reaching over and touching me and he's just like caressing me because we're cuddling. Is that? Yeah. Go more specific though. Even in that example, like what, what would that look like? I want to have sex versus no, I'm just being affectionate. Yeah. So when he wants to have sex with me, I can feel, I can literally feel the difference in how he lays his hand on me. Like just the, just the way that he touches me, the way that he like contours his hand to my body, though it's not even, he could touch my butt with affection. And I know that he's not trying to have sex with me, but there's, it's just a different energy. It really comes down to energy, right? It's the energy that you put into your hand as you are touching someone. And again, this, this is Jedi level shit because this is something for men, but this is stuff that's so obvious to women. Like women can pick up on your energy from a mile away. When you go reach your hand out to touch her, she already knows if you're trying to have sex with her, she knows she can tell. You might not even be able to... In fact, you might be saying to yourself, like, I don't even believe in energy. What the fuck is she talking about? Oh, it just got R-rated. Oh, I guess it was already. I think the title of this yep. of this video is R-rated. So. I know. I don't know why I would censor my language. Uh, you know, you might be sitting there going like, what the hell is this lady talking about? Energy. But women know. Women know. I've shown this to your girlfriend. She'll be like, yeah, I know what she's talking about. I can tell from before your hand even lands on me what you're trying to do to me. Okay. So then here's the, here's the technique. I want to I want to give that to you and then we can workshop it. Okay, I want you to we can well, let's all we can all even practice it together. Okay, take your own arm, put your hand just gently, like almost like you're hovering it, really soft and gentle. And I want you right now just to focus on sending love through your fingers, energy of love, energy of affection, energy of babe. I love you. You are my number one. So glad that we're here together. So glad that, uh, you, you know, like love touching your body, love your soul, love your mind, love, love, love. Cool. Okay. We got that. We're like generating that. Trust me. Women can feel that. That and alone, it's a move. You can do that to your woman, focusing on sending her love through your hands. She'll feel it. 100% she'll feel it. Okay. So what's the alternative to that, that you can move, use in bed? Same move. But I want you to think about, I'm going to say it, this is cock energy, okay? Think about touching her like you are devouring her. Think about touching her like you could have sex with her through your hand. Think about touching her like use your hand as if it was actually your cock and you were touching her with it. It will change the what she is receiving from you 100%. So imagine this. You hover one hand over her pussy, okay? And you send her that love energy. It's going to feel really safe. It's going to feel really nice. She's going to feel really like comfortable with your hand there. And then you change it. And you start sending her like sexual, dark, like delicious, devouring energy through your hand. She will feel the difference. If you think I am crazy, go 
Try it. See how her body moves, how she shimmies and shakes when you change the energy. And there's the, the thing. When you just touch her, just like run your hands over her neck, the, you know, her non-sexual parts. Run your hand over the inside of her arm and up and then around and down the side of her body. Try that one time with love energy and try it a second time with cock energy and see how her body changes. See how she responds. See how she wants you differently when you do that. So I was doing this. I was doing the exercise along with you. And I could just feel like the difference, not in how I was receiving it, but I was feeling the difference in how I was actually touching my arm. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit more... It was like softer with the love energy. And I was just like a little bit more intense, like almost like gropey, but like mm-hmm. gropey is not, has a negative connotation to it, but that's right. the only word like, I can think of. Yeah. Like, oh, like, um, like I want you, I desire you. Yeah. Like, I'm not just giving you something like the love energy, but like I'm giving you because I desire uh-huh. you sexually right now. And how many of us, as part of our foreplay, she said to you, like, don't go straight for my nipples, don't go straight for my clit. And so you're trying to do this dance of like touch her in other places, right? But when you're just doing that to do it, that's the energy that's coming out of your fingertips. She can feel, oh, he's just trying to get to my pussy, but this is the slow road, you know? He's just trying to get me warmed up because he wants to fuck me. There's a huge difference between that and like I'm touching you as if I was actually stroking you right now with like, yeah. Like if you transfer that energy that you feel between your legs, like that energy, that desire, that, and you put that into your hand and then touch her body with it, that's going to be way more arousing to her. She can feel that. So I know this is like an advanced, but I promise you, I promise everyone watching right now, you can do this. You can learn how to do it. You can work with her. You can tell her, if you feel any difference when I do this and really focus on it, like it might take some practice, but when you get this and you practice it, you can like reach over and stroke her face at an airport and just send her into like, oh my God. He's like, ooh, I want some of that. She'll be like, why do you do this to me on the plane? You know, we can't do that. That's great. I love it. I love it. Look at that. Look at that superpower that these yeah. guys can have now. Superpower. That quick. It's that quick. So cool. It's advanced. But it's not that advanced. I mean, it's definitely advanced, but I feel anyone listening right now could do that. It's yeah. just it's just a couple more steps that they might not be used to. And it is difficult, I guess, at times to kind of step into a mindset, a specific mindset, because we're not used to doing that or a specific, as you're calling it, intention, right? But I think with just a little bit of practice, it could, it could work. That's yeah. great. Okay, cool. Guys, by the way, feel free. There's 111 of you, 10 of you watching right now. If you have any questions for Caitlin, now would be the time to ask and I can kind of jump in and interrupt her and ask questions about what she's talking about. So if anything anything needs clarification, you don't understand, please ask questions. Happy to have her answer. In the meantime, let's go to number three. So number three is actually a technique that I have not spoken about too much. And I'm, I just recently released a YouTube video on it. So you can check it out at uh, youtube.com slash Caitlin B. And the name of the video is like the secret sex organ in women. And the reason I'm so obsessed with this tip and why I'm sh- I wanted to share it with you all tonight is that I'm trying to get the word out. We don't talk about this, like this, this whole organ in women. 
that is really important to her arousal and her turn on and how wet she gets and how aroused she gets and whether or not she's going to have an orgasm. And no one talks about it. So I've made it my personal mission to share this one with the world. And if you've already heard about it, then like, congratulations, kudos to you because it's, it is rare. I, I didn't even know about it for the first 10 years that I was a sex educator. I mean, it took me, anyways, it's, it's a well-kept secret. Not even most women know that they have them. And, uh, and that's why I love it. So to save you the anatomy lesson, the reason that this works is there are two parts of a woman's body that actually become aroused and engorged and inflamed and erect. Like they fill with blood just the same way that men's bodies fill with blood, but they're on either side of the vaginal opening. So they're called the vestibular bulbs, which is a super sexy name for a super sexy organ. What do you need to know about them though? It's not so important that you know the anatomy. I'm going to give you a technique that actually turns them on, gets them more aroused and excited. And the reason that that's important is that the more engorged her vestibular bulbs are before you penetrate, the higher likelihood that she's going to have an orgasm through vaginal penetration. And I think all of us here would like to see more orgasms through vaginal penetration. Like the, the statistics say that only one in three women is getting those regularly anyway. So let's see if we can turn those up and give more. I'm just here to deliver more orgasms. So the way that you do that is during oral sex, during foreplay, you're going down on her and you're used to licking her clit, right? Without taking my pants off, how can I give you a good demonstration? You're used to licking her clit. Let's imagine that that's the top of the triangle here, right? So you're up here, her vaginal opening is down here, right? You're going to town up here. You're maybe like making some wider moves. You're getting the skin around. The challenge for you is to use the triangle technique, which means to go to either side of her vaginal opening. So there's the hole. And then on either side are the two bulbs. So clits up here, two bulbs, okay? The triangle technique. You can just Google like female anatomy, look up vestibular bulbs, but... Basically, that's where they are. They're on the other side. And as you're going down on her, you move from clit to one side to the other side. Clit, one side, other side. And you just, you can vary. You can go back and forth. You can go left, right. You can go top, bound. You can make just a circle, right, between these three. What you're going to do to stimulate those is you're going to treat them differently than you would the clit. Because remember, the clit's got all kinds of nerve endings and these guys don't have quite as many nerve endings. So you're going to actually make some suction. So like suck them into your mouth a little bit, pulling blood into the area. You can use a little bit more pressure with your tongue, just waking them up, stimulating them. They're far enough underneath the skin that you're not totally going to notice them getting a lot bigger. I mean, you might, depends on kind of her anatomy and how much blood she gets in that region. But the best thing I can say to demonstrate what they look like when they're fully aroused and engorged is if you've ever had sex with a woman and it was like, great, you went for a while and then you pulled away and you looked at her pussy lips and they were just like swollen. Like she looked like a baboon down there, like just different, right? Like she went from like sort of like inflated, you know, deflated to inflated. That is the vestibular bulbs at work. That is what they look like after you've had a particularly great sex session. So our idea here is that you use them, you get them aroused and erect and going and pumping full of blood before you even penetrate. And that's, I'd like to do that with the triangle technique. I think it works really well to do with your mouth. You can do it with your hands and your fingers just by you know pushing on either side of the hole. You can use your fingers to sort of like warm up the area around. So you could be going in and putting pressure in pressure. And you can do that with your tongue as well. 
Would you say that, okay, so just to get very clear. Yeah. That area, it's just, it's the, it's the area that's literally right next to the vaginal opening. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like so almost, almost connected to the vaginal opening. Cause there's, it's there's a lot of flaps going on down there. In the flaps. <laughs> so it's in, they're in the lips. They're hidden behind the lips. I actually have a. You should have a puppet. I know. A vagina puppet. I should have a vagina puppet. They're very expensive. You just make it yourself, Arts and Crafts Day. Come on. Hi, come over. We'll, We're both in Chicago. We'll do vagina, vagina making puppet day. Vagina puppets for our education. So I would think of them as on either side of the vaginal opening, but tucked into the labia, tucked into the lips. They're like up and behind the surface of the lips. Give me a second and I'll look to see if I have, I have a great anatomy book that'll have a picture right here. Okay, perfect. As you're looking for that, I'm going to go ahead and tell everyone if if you're learning something right now, and I know you are because we're now at the peak of how many people are watching. So it seems like people are not leaving because they really wanted that information. If you want more of that, check her out at youtube.com slash Caitlin V. YouTube.com slash Caitlin V. She's got a lot of other videos there teaching you how to be a master in the bedroom. So yeah, check that out. Also, while she's looking for that, don't forget, if you're like, well, I'm a virgin. I haven't even been able to meet a girl yet. I don't even know how to please her, let alone get her into my bedroom. I offer coaching. So if you're interested in getting one-on-one coaching personally by me, that's why it's called one-on-one coaching, go to coachedbytrip.com. That URL is an application. You can fill out the application. And I personally look through every single application. Don't have some assistant do it. I look through it because I'm going to be the one coaching you. So I'm going to look through the applications and make sure that it is someone I believe I can help. If I believe I can help you, I will email you personally. And you and I will hop on a call to talk more about coaching to see if it's a good fit for you. So if you are shy, if you do not know how to talk to girls and use these bedroom moves that you're using or have the chance to do that, let me help you. Again, go to coachbytrip.com. Kaylin, did you find it? I did. Okay. So bear with me for a moment here. Can you see that pretty clearly? Yeah, that's good. So as you can see, vaginal opening. And then this is a pretty like larger than life depiction of them, but I like that of the vestibular bulbs. So you see how they really are right next to the vaginal opening. Just keep it there. Okay. So everyone can just look. This unsexy picture of a vagina, or I'll stop I talking. No, it's so anatomical, right? But important, you'd be surprised how many women don't even know about these. So the clitoris is that whole area, and then it's just breaking it down into three parts. What book yeah, is it? So the clitoris is actually shaped sort of like a tripod. So there's actually um, two legs in the clitoris that run down the outside of the vagina, so the, out, the vulva. And they run down behind the lip. And so even though the clit is sort of like the epicenter of all the action, you actually are missing out on a ton of opportunities for stimulation if that's the only place that you're focusing. Like, look at how much more this, all of this tissue that's depicted here feels good with the exception of the urethra, which you really can't. That's that little like thing that looks like a pool noodle in the middle. All of this feels good to be stimulated. All of it. And so if you're only focusing on penetration and the clit, you're missing out on tons and tons and tons of nerve endings, pleasure centers, erogenous zones, erectile tissue. Like there's a lot happening on the outside of the, of a woman's body. Like you can just like reach your hand up and palm, you know, 
like through her clothes. If you're if you're in that kind of relationship, like say you get home from work, you come up to her, you just like push your hand right in between her legs and just like give her some pressure. That can be a very, very, and then do that with that energy I taught you, right? Don't do that with just love energy or maybe start with love energy, but then move it into, I like, the only word I can come up with is cock energy. That's what it is, right? Give her like cock energy, like moving through your fingers, give her some pressure on the bottom of her body, like just, you know, a, a, gen, a general wide swath with your hand. That can be very, very arousing. I love it. Okay, I have a, a question here. This yeah. is a good question from the audience. Oh, first of all, someone said, what's her name again? I'd smash. I'd smash. So, FYI. Her name's Kaylin V, and you ain't smashing her, I'll tell you that much. Not yet. Uh, so, all right. Someone said, is it advisable to give her a clitoral orgasm while stimulating the vestibular vestibular balls? Bul- bul- <laughs> bulbs, my uh, friend. Bulbs. If you're that dexterous, I'm thinking in order to do that, you'd have to be like, I'm imagining you're using your tongue on her clit, but then you'd have to be like, I don't know, maybe using thumbs or maybe like getting in there with your, the, maybe the back of your fingers or your knuckles. Like you definitely could stimulate the vestibular bulbs while giving her a clitoral orgasm. I think that logistically it might be a little bit challenging. Maybe if you're using a vibrator on her clit, you could be stimulating the bulbs. The thing is that the bulbs are unlike the clit. Like the clit needs like really sensitive, like this can do a lot for the clit, right? But this is not going to do anything for the bulbs because they're not, they're not bundles of nerves the way the clit is. They're more like, think of them more like either side of your penis, like the spongy part that fills up with blood. It's not the spongy part that feels good. It's the skin on top of the spongy part plus the pressure on the spongy part. Does that make sense? Like, it's not the bulb itself. It's not the skin of the bulb that's receiving the, the pleasure. It's more like the pressure that you're giving. And th- th- here's the problem. Here's why it's important to get the bulbs like warmed up before penetration is that the bulbs are like what gets hit by your body every time you penetrate, right? So because they're right here and here, your body goes in, they get hit with your like, you know, your mom's pubis. The, the skin on the side of your penis is what's usually hitting those bulbs. And so when you're thrusting, they're getting smacked. And each time that they're getting smacked, they're responding to that pressure and to that tempo with arousal, with bringing more blood into the area. So what you're doing essentially is that you're warming them up so that when they do start to get smacked through sex, they're already aroused. She's already that much closer to orgasm. They're part of like a domino effect. You know, it's not so clear. It's not so linear to say it's one, two, then three. But think about women's arousal as like a sort of domino where the clit starts and then the vestibular bulbs come online and then the deeper parts of her vagina come up. So this is sort of like a way of getting ahead of that, getting her more aroused before the the part, the time when that domino would usually fall. So would you say better to stimulate with your hands or your mouth or both? Either? So I can only answer this for me personally. Guy who wants to smash. This is how I like it. Um, <laughs> I think that starting with your hands over over underwear or over clothes, right? So like during foreplay, flat hand against the whole external, like against her whole crotch, the whole outside of her body. And then during foreplay with the tongue and then go on to have penetrative sex. Yeah. So okay, you have, it. it's both. You can do both. Cool. Uh, another question regarding an earlier tip that you gave. 
Ben Barr said, you talked about dominance earlier. What if you want your girlfriend to dominate you? Being dominated sounds sexy. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a really good question. What if you want her to dominate you? Well, obviously this starts with a conversation between the two of you where you share that with her. A lot of women are totally into dominating and probably an equal number. It scares the crap out of them and they get freaked out about it either because they don't know how to do it or because they're worried about their partner, their boyfriend, their husband. Like they, they, they like can't imagine him being submissive and that messes with them. So there's there are a lot of reasons that a woman might not want to dominate you. But let's just let's throw those out right now because I think we should all experiment from time to time. I would highly recommend that everyone try both being dominant and being submissive. It's a it's a popular conversation in the BDSM community whether or not you have to have submitted in order to be a great dominant. For me, I want someone who's experienced what I'm going through because I think that that allows them to give me the best experience if I'm submitting to them. So, okay, so say that you want her to dominate you. Well, I would ask, do you want to be physically dominated? Like you want to be spanked, tied up, cuffed? You want to be tied up and then teased? Do you want to be cuckolded? Do you want her to tie you up with your, you know, with your hands behind your back so you can't touch yourself while she like dances on you and teases you? Like, is that what you want? Or do you want more of that psychological dominance where she's bossing you around? Or you know what? Psychological dominance could be like her calling you names. It could be her making fun of you in a way again that the two of you have agreed upon before. It could be her like humiliating you. There can be crossover between physical and psychological dominance, physical, psychological power play. So I highly recommend that if that's something you're interested in, that you educate yourself because there's so many options. I mean, we're talking about sex here. It's literally infinite the number of things that you can do in the bedroom with another person or with another and another and another person. Like it's infinite. That's the thing I love most about what I do being a sex coach is that like there's no limitations to what can be done. But the downside of that, of course, is that it's not enough to just say, hey, baby, I want you to dominate me. Because I might be thinking handcuffs and you might be thinking, call me a sissy. And together, we're going to completely miss the mark. And we might end up doing something that one or both of us is not comfortable with. So research, know what you mean when you say that. Be really specific and be equally specific about what doesn't work for you. I mean, and if you're worried about this for, for all of you, if you're, gonna, if you're like, okay, I want to dominate my woman before you do it. Say to her, hey, babe, I want to get a little bit dominant with you tonight, with my words in particular. Is there anything that's like really off limits for you? Is there anything that's totally triggering? Like some people don't like to have their feet touched. You'd be like, hey, are you okay? Like if I dominate you and I tell you to give me your feet, is that okay with you, right? Or are there areas that you that you do not want, or you don't want to be called a whore? That could be a trigger for some women. Either they're called a whore in middle school or something, right? Like some women really love it. But and And here's the other thing. She might not know that she hates it until you do it. And then she might be like, oh, no, no, no. That's a line for me. I don't like that. Like, that's okay. This shit happens. We're, we have a lot of history that we forget about conveniently because that's what allows us to like live out our lives. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I forgot that I got called a whore when I was in sixth grade. I didn't tell you because I didn't know that that was a thing for me. Just found out it is a thing for me. That's okay. The other great thing about sex is that you can, you can try it again. We're never going to run out of sex. Cool. I like it. Another question from Adam says, Caitlin, what does it mean when a girl is laughing during sex? Is that a good thing? So a little off topic, but uh, still on top. Sure. No, great question though. So that's a really huge question. I don't know. There's a lot of reasons that a woman could laugh during sex. 
I think for the most part, it's a good sign. I know that men get really freaked out because laughter, they're worried, you know, whatever your insecurity is, you worry that that's what she's laughing about, right? You're like, she laughed and you're like, oh my God, it's because she thinks I have a small dick. But like she laughed because she farted. But you don't know that, right? You're just like, oh, why are you laughing? Or maybe you don't even want to know. So you don't even ask why she's laughing. You just assume the worst. And it had nothing to do with that. So one time I had sex with a guy and I was preparing to. We weren't even having sex yet. In fact, we were just talking about having sex. We were kind of fooling around. And I said, hey, do you have a condom? And he goes, no, but I have a vasectomy. And I laughed. I thought it was funny. It was kind of funny. Now I got a vasectomy. Like, <laughs> And he instantly lost his erection. I could just see it in his face. Like, you know, he, I laughed during sex and that messed him up. And then I, you know, I didn't want to be like, oh, I laughed because I thought you were joking about the vasectomy. Like, I'm not worried about getting pregnant. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of awkward for both of us after that. So I think if a woman laughs during sex, like sex can be funny. Some people laugh when they get turned on. Some people laugh when they're getting aroused, even if they're aroused like by themselves. Some people laugh because like the way that you touched her kind of tickled. And she needs you to like give her a harder stroke with your hand as opposed to the gentle stuff. Like, you know, women can laugh for a lot of different reasons. Trip, do you have any other thoughts on that? I mean, I don't think I've ever really experienced that before. I think the only time I've ever experienced a girl laughing is when she's just like experiencing ultimate pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes yeah. laughter can come from that, right? It's just like, uh-huh. it's like, it feels so good that it's just like, they just start laughing. Yeah, I have definitely laughed after a great orgasm, for sure. Laughed and cried and everything in between. Yeah, but during, I never had that happen, but I'm curious to see what Adam has to say like when that's happened. Here's another question. This is related to earlier. This is cool. What's a good position for you to be dominant? I don't think there's a specific position. I It's a fun, that's an interesting question. I think that, Okay, here's an example that I love. Um, I think it's easier for you to be dominant if you're on top or she's lying down, whether or not you're having any physical contact with her. So maybe if you're comfortable, put a blindfold on her, have her lie down, and then start to like touch her body. Again, checking in, like, do you like this kind of touch or this kind of touch? Do you like this kind of touch or this kind of touch? Right? Like, you're going to have to be a little bit creative. But then tell her to like flip over, flip over on your back spread your legs. You're not even touching her at this point. You could just be watching her from across the room and sort of teasing her, like giving her the anticipation that she's going to be touched because she's blindfolded. She's like, where is he? Is he going to touch me? Is he going to touch me? And then all of a sudden from across the room, she hears, spread your legs. Like, uh, uh, oh my God. Okay. When is he going to touch me? Okay. 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 So I don't think there's any one position, but I do think it's helpful if she's like in a relaxed, if she's on her back, if she's on the bottom, you know, I think it sort of lends itself more to being dominant, but she could be riding you. You can be like, bend over. I'm taking you from behind. So I'm going to do. Psychological, just like you said, right? All in the mind, baby. All in the mind. Okay. I know you have to go soon, but there's another good question here. Are there secret areas where touched with the sexual energy that the effects she feels are multiplied or is it just the known erogenous zones or will it feel the same no matter where? Fantastic question, whoever submitted that. The answer is a big yes, but it's all dependent on the woman. All dependent. I'll tell you that I have seen some people, like one arm is more easily aroused than the other. For me, if you whisper something in this ear, it's going to sound 10 times sexier than if you whisper it in that ear. And if you whisper it slightly behind, 
it's going to sound the sexiest to me. Like, why am I programmed that way? I don't know. I just know that I've tried everything and that's what works the best. So for me, it's going to be like the inside of the wrist, any area where the skin is particularly thin, where there's a lot of nerve endings, maybe like the inside of the elbow. For another woman, it's going to be her neck. Uh, For another woman, it's going to be inside of her thighs. The cool thing about it, for another woman, it's going to be her ankles. For another, it's going to be like if you stick your finger in between her big toe and her first toe and and like mentally you think that's your cock and she feels that, like that might be the single most arousing thing you ever did to her. So the cool thing about this that, that I would challenge everyone to go home and try is try it all over her body. And no, no area of her body is too small. You know, when I first started learning about this stuff, I'd be like, okay, how's this feel? And then I'd be like, how does this feel? What about this touch? What about this touch? And there's a huge difference between that and going, how does this feel? How does this feel? How does this feel? How does that feel? Right? Like no area of her body is too small, too granular. Like women love it when you take some time. So take your time, touch her everywhere and check in with her. Do you like this more or that more? Does this feel more arousing to you? Does that touch feel more arousing to you? I think you'll find them if you give enough time. I love it. One of the themes I'm seeing here is a lot of communication because you're just not going to know. And why guess? Like just communicate and figure it out, right? There's nothing sexy about silence. Like listen, words, I think, and, and exchanging words and even just saying like, this is what I'm going to do to you. Like that's sexy. Think about what this is like a stereotype of women. We're communicators. We use our words. We love it when you talk to us in bed. We do. Even awesome. if it feels awkward. Awesome. So many people are asking, what's your channel? What's your channel? I'm putting, I'm putting it in the stream. But if you're listening to this later on, you don't see the stream. It is Caitlin V. YouTube.com slash Caitlin V. C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Oh, it's hard to... I chose... My name is not easy to spell. I get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, not sorry. You can search Better Sex Coach, bettersexcoach.com. We'll give you my website. Or put this into YouTube, Caitlin V. Please subscribe. I'm almost at 40,000 subscribers. Maybe I'll be over 40,000 by the end of our call. Whoa. You're almost at 40,000? I know I'm only at 43. Well, I only, I just started posting uh, regularly again. It had been a while. Let's see where I'm at. Maybe somebody's already there. They can tell us. Places. Oh, I'm 86 subscribers away from 40,000. Come on, people. What are you waiting for? There's 122 of you watching right now. Go to her channel. I'm pasting it constantly. Already subscribed. Love it. Oh, that would make my life. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody for your awesome questions. Thank you, Chip, for inviting me. As always, a pleasure to see you. Yes. Thank you for coming on last minute. Really appreciate it. All right. She has to go because she is literally about to hop on a coaching call right now because this is her life, helping people have better sex. Thank you, Caitlin. And I'm sure we'll have you on again as we always do. Peace. Guys, I'm sticking around. So we'll, uh, we'll go over some more stuff. But she's gone right now. And I'm here saying hello. There's a bunch of you still watching, even though there's a girl gone. But yes, so thanks for sticking around. Don't forget also, like I've been saying, if you want to get to the point where you are attracting women and you're able to use these moves and figure out how to be more dominant and what women like and what you like in the bedroom, you need to get to that point. Well, you got to learn how to crawl before you can walk. So I'm going to help you with that. There is one-on-one coaching available. All you got to do is go to coachedbytrip.com 
and I can help you in terms of coaching you to get to the point where you're meeting lots of attractive women, getting them on dates, and getting them to the point where they are attracted enough to you where they want to have sex with you, right? So you can be having a sex life or get a girlfriend, whatever it is that you're looking for. So check it out, coachedbytrip.com, where you can apply and we can do some coaching together. Is there a trip advice email for any advice? There's a trip advice email, but we don't really answer advice to that. You can check me out on Instagram. By the way, there's about a hundred of you watching still. And if you're not checking me out on Instagram, you should. It's at tripadvice. So go check me out. Say hello on Instagram. If you DM me, I might say hello back to you. So DM me and say that you saw me on the chat and I'll, and I'll try to say hello. Someone said, uh, got your book in the mail. Yes, I have a book. I know there's a lot here. I'm telling you to check out Instagram. I'm telling you to check out Caitlin's channel and also the coaching as well. But yeah, if you want the book, it's called Magnetic. You can go to tripadvice.com slash book if you want to check out my book. It's about $15. That is correct. Well, actually, I think it's a little cheaper. It depends what you get. There's audiobook, there's the Kindle version, and there, there is the paperback version as well. So did you guys like this? Was this good? Did you enjoy? Have you been enjoying these lives? I've been doing these lives for the past couple of weeks now. And I know that you guys have been liking it. I might take a break though for a minute. Of course, I will be putting on more videos and more podcasts. So nothing is stopping, but the lives are going to take a break for a little bit. So hope you've been enjoying them. Hope they've been good for you. I wanted to do the last live in this series of lives with a, with a cool guest. So, so hopefully you've enjoyed it. Cool. Someone said, I loved your rant a few weeks ago about rejection. Cool. Yeah. All these, by the way, are live. All of the lives I'm doing are on the channel. So you can check out previous ones as well. So yeah, I'll try to do more of them as we continue here. And that's all I got for you. Thanks for tuning in. So don't forget, if you're looking for coaching, check it out, coachedbytrip.com. You can apply for coaching. Follow me on Instagram, at TripAdvice. If you want to check out the book, Magnetic, check out tripadvice.com slash book. And you can go to Amazon and learn more about what the book is about, as well as order it there. So awesome. Thank you, everyone. Have a great Wednesday night or maybe early morning Thursday, depending on where you live. See you later.